0: what's up everybody we are back with another episode of team fight talk show and if you're seeing absolutely nothing right now on froden's box except for a green screen that's because breaking news moments before the start of the show he spilled curry all over his area Uh, i have no word yet on if it's affected the green screen but uh, he is not here yet so we're gonna go straight over to our guest uh, k3 soju of course this is team fight talk show Hosted by myself and Froden, who's missing on Giant Slayer TV. Uh, Soji, welcome to the show. Great to have you on.
1: What's up, what's up? Oh,
0: and I've I have heard a, a rumor, which is that you were hoping to come on the show for quite some time, uh, or you were excited about the idea coming on the show. And I'm curious, is it just because you wanted to to disagree with the guests that have been on here previously, or the way you you've been portrayed? What what really spurred you to want to uh, to be on Teamfight Talk Show?
1: Um, so I saw, I saw Kurum do it last week and I, I like getting asked controversial questions cause I just kind of send it and like, I'm just going to say whatever, like I want to say. My so.
0: request <laughs> is, uh, is that you don't cause the show doesn't have a sponsor and I assume giant slayer would like it to have a sponsor. So I, feel free to, to swear if you need to, but, uh, Kurum he, he's a <laughs> lot of explicit expletives yeah, okay, and, uh.
2: Yeah. Kurum's record of how many F-bombs he dropped? Yeah,
0: please, please don't. Count? Um, they might try to monetize this video on, on YouTube, and I don't want them to get...
2: <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, no
1: I, I tone that down. But Okay. great. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, it's good to have you here. I, I want to I wanna ask you some more questions here in a second, but I'm going to toss over to my normal co-host who has cleaned up his curry. How are you doing, Frodan?
2: Uh, well, the situation is under control, but... Uh, it'll be an ongoing process. There's still a Here. lot more cleaning. To
0: do. You have hardwood floors or carpets? I have hardwood floors. Hardwood floors. Okay, well, that's really good. That's going to help you out a ton because yeah. it would be disastrous. Yeah, How you been though, Fred? And what's <laughs> been going on in your world?
2: Doing great. Uh, I Casted some Giant Slayer series. Uh, we missed Soju, even though he missed out just barely on tiebreakers. Um, and I was really looking forward to Patch today, and I don't think I've gotten a top four once in all my games this morning, so I'm really upset.
0: So, are you not looking? Are you unhappy with the? the patch is it no i mean it's a
2: good patch it means that i can't just do the same thing because actually right before this the end of this patch the previous patch 10.8 i was like kind of like climbing pretty consistently like i was always topping going to top four um i wasn't really winning a lot of games i was like third fourth a lot of times but it felt like you know I, i knew how to play consistently and now like I don't know what I'm doing yeah. anymore. I'm being like every comp I try I just get blown up, no matter what I'm doing.
0: So. No, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that there are so many changes in the patch because I'll admit that I've been playing this set a little bit more casually because I've been splitting a lot of time between Valorant and Runeterra, which just launched. Like Riot's got too much shit going on right now, but I I went back and was playing a ton of it this past weekend with some friends, and I was just like, man, we're still on these these comps. I feel like I've seen these for a while. I feel like I've been facing this giant ass mech. <laughs> uh, multiple rounds in my games every time so I'm glad that we've seen some stuff get mixed up. So either way, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Sh- Giant Slayer. Uh series was just finished uh, wrapped up with our winner uh Milk and so much more on this episode. So Soju, uh first off, welcome to the show. What is your background and sort of what's your where where do you come from? What's your story uh before TFT for those that don't know you yet?
1: Um okay, so I'll just start after high school. Um, actually, no. Even before high school, I started playing league since, like... And since the beginning of high school, I played league, and I skipped school just to play league. Um, and then I got into college, and I was like, okay, well, it's time to try hard. And my GPA kind of sucked in high school. And then in college, I I was studying uh, biomedical engineering. Um, I graduated to 2.6. But anyway... <laughs> um, even then I was I was skipping class and I was just playing league. Uh and I actually played like NACS in 2016. Um, but it, it's actually a funny story. So what happened was at the last second, I think Licorice like dipped for some like personal reasons. And my friend Short Race reaches out to me and he's just like, Yo, do you want to come play top lane for our team? And I'm a mid laner, by the way. So I play mid. And he's just like, Oh, do you want to come play top for our team? Uh our top laner. Just like dipped, and I was like, okay, bet they can fly you out to like LA. And those games I played, I just ran it the fuck down. Like it was my KD was like 0.2 It it was it was Acadian and Mogokazari. Who is that? Chirong, Mogokazari, Anda, Anda, it's Anda. Oh yeah, yeah, Anda. Yeah, it's Anda and Acadian against me and short race. And I'm just sitting here like, dude, is this not a top jungle diff? And anyway, so I ran it down, and then I got banned literally the next day uh for boosting for boosting accounts. So that was like
0: so you have I'm a storied history in League of Legends oh, wow. is what I it sounds like. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was like the hardest monk of W ever. But I mean it was fun. And then after that I finished my degree. And then I was I was moving on to my master's in uh business analytics uh at the same school University of Rochester. And then like a month in I got signed by C9 so I was like yo I'm out of here. And then I dipped. And That's my sad. my parents I mean, nah. my parents are still kind of just like, yo, I kind of want you to go back to school. And I'm just like, bro. So, Bruh. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I've so, heard that I mean, they kind of so many
0: times. My parents were like, we would like you to stay in school. And I was like, bro. So, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. So <laughs> you ended up getting at, well, okay. So we know how you played league. How did you end up getting into TFT?
1: Oh, oh, okay. So. League was, like, getting super casual. I was just playing, like, ARAMs and stuff with friends. Um, and then I got introduced to DAC, uh, Dota Auto Chess. That game was actually just awful. I mean, it was really fun for the first, like, two months. But the game was so bad. Like, the... It wasn't item-based. It was more so, like... It, it, I don't even know what it was. It was I just your
2: legendaries or die.
1: Yeah, I played, I played Warriors every damn game. No. And I, I was top top like 500 and i just i i had no game knowledge whatsoever i see clockwork i just buy clockwork and then i just transitioned to warriors somehow and we're fucking good and then items were just completely random sometimes you get no items sometimes you just get like a meal near it was just that game was just really bad but that game was like really fun like i like the the genre and then when tft came out i kind of just played nonstop. so yeah, yeah. I'm so
0: many funky things that you could do in that that game uh and just weird things. So it's yeah, it's talking to you now. It feels like that's a game from so long ago, but that game was like literally 12 months ago or maybe yeah. maybe like 14 15 like it's very funny to think about how long ago it feels, but it was it was not that long.
2: Um Auto Chess is like one of my favorite memories of 2019 alongside the release of um TFT because yeah. uh Auto Chess Like the ranking kind of mattered, but there was like such a community built around the QIHL rankings uh, around Discord, and it was like pretty interesting. It just kind of felt like the old days, where like you go on Ventrilo or Teamspeak, and just kind of play. Whether it's like you were doing all these like old third-party janky client stuff, so kind of dude. That's
0: actually it was. I'm I'm really happy we have TFT now, but there was something really endearing about playing these janky custom maps. You know, again after. Basically, a, a decade plus since I used to play like the Warcraft three custom maps and all that growing up, and so it, it is really cool that uh, somebody did that so that Riot could make yet another successful money printing machine uh, out of somebody else's <laughs> custom game. You know, it's just the classic Riot move.
2: Does Either way, does make a lot of money? I don't know.
0: I I mean, a win map. It's got to make a
1: ton of money, especially now that they've
2: got. You know, no, you it's know. crazy. It's crazy. Don't don't talk about it, man. It's our secret. It's our, it's our one of our few edges we gain in the game. <laughs> the I, amount I of just
0: LP you get with uh, the battle pass and all that stuff, and how many people play it now that it's out of mobile and all that, and how big it is in in other regions. This game, uh, you know, I don't. More dogs should definitely be making twice what he's making, and I hope he is uh, bringing that up with, with Riot. <laughs> anyway, so so that's how you got into T F T. Where, what is life like for you now? Sorry? What is life like for you now? I mean, what's your, your day-to-day? Mostly just streaming? And and I guess also, do you, do you view yourself more as like a streamer or a competitor? Or, you know, where's your, your sort of image of yourself at in the TFT world?
1: I mean, you can't be a competitor when there's no competitions. There was a competition last night. Oh, I mean, yeah, but it's like... It's it's if Giant Slayer weren't a thing, TFT would not have a single competition for a good a good another two months. Actually, I know there's a tournament coming up in a month, but dude, set two is just like depression. But
0: are you feeling okay? So I know. But anyway, sorry. Let me
1: answer the question. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I I feel like I'm more. It's more of a streamer thing. But I want to be a competitor and like. I don't know if it's like possible right now. To be a competitor, you mean? Yeah, but like streaming actually gets like pretty like tiring. I remember I was I was talking to my Twitch chat and I was just like, man, like I'm feeling kind of burnt out. Um like sometimes like it's it's actually like a lot tiring than it seems. And they're just like, yeah, imagine playing video games Omega lol. And I'm just like, dude, like you know what I mean? Like it, it actually know, it's is a classic. Yeah, it's actually it's actually kind of tiring. Um so I, I do I do like flick a lot, but um, I do enjoy streaming. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: I, uh, what happens when you make Twitch chat your therapist, dude? You just
1: oh hell no! Talk to them
2: <laughs> about your problems if you're feeling burnt <laughs>
1: Take a break. You know, I don't
2: <clears> think <throat> you you don't really owe it to anybody but yourself to, to make sure you that you can keep this going for a while. Well, I, I want to talk. Like, to you like, more I think, about... I think set three. Your viewership has grown like significantly, right?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's to do with mobile, though. So. It on the do you mobile. Know,
0: do you have any way of knowing if it's about mobile? Mobile? Um. Do people say it, you know, it might it be mobile or whatever?
1: Yeah, I think it's half mobile and half like set three actually being good and also a part of like competitive being announced. So people actually want to play the game. Because uh, yeah. I know a lot of like other high elo players kind of came back uh, during set three. Um, so that's like the high low community. And then, yeah. Well, I, I want to talk to you more about the esports stuff,
0: but we do have a section on the show for that. So we're we're gonna move into that in a second. But first, let's talk about the ten point nine patch notes. going can bring those up on there. So before we get into the specifics, I'm gonna I'm kinda of curious, Soju. Happy, sad, neutral, what do you think of overall of this patch before we break out on everything?
1: Um so I only played like ten games. Uh, the new galaxies are actually good um there's no it's it's not like the fawn galaxy where you just lose instantly uh and I feel like there's a lot of skill expression especially in the the treasure the treasure trove one oh, yeah. um i I don't I don't know how like what to say about the the star cluster one but it seemed fine like there's like a balance between items and units um which is fine uh I like that they changed the the level six. It went from thirty five percent, thirty five percent to thirty five, thirty. So it does decrease the consistency on some of the reroll comps because you're going to hit those one hundred percent of the time. Last patch, um, but yeah, yeah, I kind of like it. it. It sucks that I think Mech and Phil is still good because that comp is kind of lame. Uh,
0: is it still good? Because Froden was saying before the show started <laughs> that people are just saying that to try to bait people into taking those units so that then they can they can get the real stuff.
1: No, it's a player diff. i I think no it's it's actually
2: it's it's it it, it won both lobbies that i was like trying to play i just it was because i was getting contested i was getting right
1: yeah it's it's just like how how it's happening in high elo is that good players will see people play mech and they're just going to be like oh if he's playing mech i'm not going to grief myself into a seventh um and then when someone is like when it's like a full challenger, like a high challenger lobby, they know who is playing 20 games straight of mech. Like Zeno, Songs, Kiyun, some other guys, whatever. But they just play 20 games of mech. So it's just any high elo player knows going into the game, you're not contesting mech ever. And then they're just going to get the mechs for free, and you you just cash out on your free top two. It's just the comp is so lame. And then also, no one's killing a mech mid-game. Like Garen with Bramble, you're not killing that ever. So, you basically, if you are above 70 HP going into wolves and you don't top four playing uncontested mech, you have to be the worst player in the game. Because the entirety of stage four, you are going to be win streaking. And that, I don't know, that comp is just so lame. I don't even want to like think about it. But anyway. I'm glad you added the above 70 HP because that's, uh, <laughs>
2: I felt really attacked right before that. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, okay, so let's of, like, dive into. Oh, so,
0: you yeah. like. You like the Galaxies. You like Treasure Trove and Star Cluster. Uh, anything in particular you like about them? You said skill expression is pretty good in, in Treasure Trove in particular?
1: Yeah, so Treasure Trove is... It, it's You start the game with a lot more gold. I think almost everyone is having 10 gold. Uh, even after, like, on 2-1 when you level, you can even level to 4 on 2-1 to play, like, extra... Because you're getting hella units, you're getting hella gold, like, everything... Um, so you're, you can level and be level uh, and be ten gold. And as you have ten gold, you can actually start holding excess units when you're above fifty. So then, like the transitions and all, like the playing the strongest board. There's a lot more stronger boards to play. Um, and then also like it standardizes the gold start. I think another part of this patch that was really good is it eliminates the four item zero gold start. Like starting with zero gold, mm-hmm. the game's over. Like yes. you, you you know you can hear from my stream like this, this game's doomed. It's a zero gold start. Let me just play for top six.
2: Especially on trade sector or like galaxy. Yeah, like trade, trade sector zero
1: gold. Oh my gosh. But yeah, like I, I I really like that. And then Treasure Trove is definitely a lot of skill expression because there's just more money. Um and then Star Cluster. I mean it's it's just it's just a galaxy. It's better than Medium Legends, it's better than Lilac, it's better than Super dense. But yeah. What?
0: What do you, and, and I'll throw this one over to you Fjordian first and we'll go back to Soju. But what do you think of the fact that we're only going to see normal games about 35% of the time?
2: Um I think that's good. I think that um as part of the reason why galaxies seemed to be jarring at first was because how unusual it was, right? Cuz we kind of have these like rules in our head of how to play TFT and the adaptation was based around like a certain set of rules in your head and Um, now that we're pretty familiar with how certain galaxies do end up like basically it changes your play style how you're supposed to frame um your approach to the game and now that like we've kind of understood what it means to approach a galaxy differently it's like fun to play them because it just means that you can change your play pattern um and all of a sudden like we're talking about the tier list change of like what's good like on medium legends like mech's like insanely good and then on like super dense it's okay, like mech is still good, but it's like a lot worse compared to other uh, galaxies. So I think that's like a cool aspect of it. Um, I, I, I mean, we we talked about in previous weeks, there's balance issues, but overall I think like more galaxies is very fun. Um, and that's the kind of randomness that actually I really enjoy. I know it's probably a contentious issue amongst other players, but I think the galaxies are great because they're pretty constant in terms of what they do, uh, and then you get to choose your game plan based off of what's given to you from the beginning of the game. I
0: think, so for me, the decision to have it normally be one of these unusual galaxies it's it's a fascinating design situation because i know that the show talks more about like the high elo stuff but i really wonder what riot's data shows in terms of new players coming in or players that haven't played set three coming in because if you come in now the set three or you try to learn the game for the first time like it's got to feel so insane because i remember in set one it was just like okay let me look up some guides okay here's how i learn how to econ okay you, you know you, there's enough variables that you can kind of start to learn these different aspects of it but if you are like coming in you haven't played sunset 1 but now mobile's out or you know you're in quarantine so you got more time you're going to play this while you wait for your valorant key to unlock <laughs> uh you know the the insanity of like you know i know that there's like an icon at the beginning but just the fact that i, I almost kind of wish that they did more to explain what was about mm-hmm. to happen then uh, you know obviously i'm sure the tech doesn't allow for it but even like a, a description of what you're loading into on the loading screen instead of just like you know everybody's pictures like understanding what the rules are for the specific galaxy i feel like would be very helpful so i that's actually one of my concerns with with it, even though I really like the galaxies themselves, I, it's curious. I'd be curious to know what Riot's data shows. Because if it is just, hey, we have a bunch of people load in on set three, and like the first week or two, and then they go along for the journey with us, and we don't tend to get too many m- new people or people coming back, then it kind of makes sense, right? Because you you want to keep all this stuff updated, but I don't know. This is my little mini rant, but it's a, it's just an interesting thought process on it. So, so do you... Uh, okay, so Froden likes it. I am curious about it. Do you like the fact that the majority of the time you get you get all, one of these different galaxies as like a high elo streamer?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Uh, as long as it's not like a bad galaxy. Um, so why don't you rank yeah. the galaxies of
2: what you like the most to what you like the least? Froden
0: just loves ranking. That's his Thank big thing. Know. He Wants all our guests to
1: okay, rank everything. Uh, I'm, I think it's pretty easy. Like the star cluster one, I don't want to rank yet because I can't tell yet uh but i think the best one is treasure trove for sure um and then it's probably trade sector then it's nico then it's lilac then it's it's medium then it's super dense i thought there was going to be a tie between medium and super dense because they're both so bad but super dense is for sure the worst but and, i saw the changes I, I yeah that. well
0: i was so this is not in this patch so we're breaking the rules a bit but more tweeted today using a meme format i don't know I, I saw, where I saw it. I saw the meme. It's not <laughs> delivering information in these memes. Um, it's, this is what TFT has become. Uh, but but uh, so now we're going to see on on uh, PBE and and in the next patch we're going to see a uh, Force of Nature pop up at three one. So uh, what you're you're happy about that? You think that will will the galaxy be better or will it be good at that point in time
1: for you? Oh, it, it's twenty times better. Like, the problem, like, just to explain this meme me more, the problem with that galaxy is after Carousel, you always have to level to 5. So let's say you're already loose streaking, um, which is fine. Like, you you can tank some damage, but you're leveling to 5, and a lot of times you won't even make 10. Um, You won't even make 10 eco because you have to level to 5 because you have to play a, a real board. Otherwise, you're just going to get 6 out and take 11 damage. And then in playing a real board, a lot of the times you're going to be, omega broke and not only that but you might actually beat someone else but you can't you can't perfect loose streak because if you if you rng 33% of the time you can't even portal scout anymore if you rng 33% of the time one of the one of the win streakers instead of the one loose streaker that you're trying to target you're just taking a fast minus 11 and then not only that is you have no eco so where's the comeback you're just dead before before wolves you're probably gonna be 20 hp with with no money while people are probably hard chilling level nine 50 gold post wolves and then there are 100 hp so the galaxy just snowballs based on your first five shops but with this change i think being able to like not spend eight gold to not take 20 damage like it's actually kind of good um i i don't know i still think it's probably gonna be one of the the, the not as good galaxies but it's it's a lot better
2: yeah, I would say that in a game like TFT, the narrower, the more narrow you have to play, the less interesting it becomes. Um, and I think that like when you are forced, like everybody has to go to level five as soon as they can, right after yeah. that first carousel, it just makes it less interesting. And also, kind of like what Soju said, it's like more polarizing because decisions are made for you. And part of what makes TFT like interesting as a genre or as a game is just the fact that you're introduced with a bunch of complex decision trees. Um that kind of, that have like cascading effects. So, okay. you know, super dense kind of like accelerates that and, and then it's just kind of combined with this really bad feeling that like very often there's two players at 80 HP at the end of the game and everyone else is like 20 and below. Um and, and that happens so frequently because of the way that the aggression snowballs. So I I, I can I can back that up. I feel that too.
0: Well, uh, let's let's move on to our next line. Which is, uh, Frodan makes the show notes for everybody else. I want to give him credit. Uh, gold <laughs> guarantees. So we can pop back into the patch notes and take a look at gold guarantees. Uh, what, you want, you want to break, us, uh, break this down for us, Frodan?
2: Yeah, so in the very beginning, against the first three creep rounds in stage one, you get uh, random loot boxes, and sometimes it contains items, and sometimes it creates white orbs that create uh, holds champions or gold. Um, and as Sergio was mentioning, one of the hardest situations to uh, overcome is the fact that you don't get gold early. And that's because, uh, they've nerfed the early game gold of set three compared to the previous sets. And so you only can buy fewer champions and that kind of creates this like risk and reward dynamic that feels extremely punishing for guessing wrong, especially when it comes to holding pairs, uh, and only buying one of. And so when you come again, like we're talking about, um, th- I understand what they were trying to do, which was uh less gold means you're not supposed to auto buy out the shop but it ended up creating like a dynamic where it felt like you had like fewer options and they were extremely punishing while everyone else who hit their two stars uh or were able to have play more flexibly like eco up to 10 way quicker than you uh and you were playing a couple rounds behind so i think normalizing gold starts is uh is good because if you're if you're behind by one or two goals it's not a big deal um later into the game but in the very beginning of the game it is massive to just have an yeah. early pir- uh, early goal which is why pirates are so good getting that early game pirate goal is like super super impactful
0: soju uh all right is this something you're excited about
1: just just getting gold early
0: i mean just yeah the guaranteed the normalized start
1: oh yeah definitely i i kind of like it though um so just like one thing that i noticed is like there actually is kind of like a lot of skill because you have to you have to know a lot of things. So like let's say you have like a Malphite. You have, you have like a Malphite and... Or you have like a Caitlyn and you can choose between Malphite. You have a Caitlyn pair and you can choose between Malphite and Poppy. You're choosing Malphite because Blitzcrank is a unit. And a lot of times the, the strongest level 3 board you can have is Malphite, Blitz, or Caitlyn, TF and stuff like that. Um, even though Poppy is the better unit. Uh, it, like you should be choosing Malphite most of the time, so like it, it's not like a definite tier list. It's more so like, uh, what pairs you hit and then what comp you can build with the pair, if that makes yeah. sense. And then I, I like that. Um, each comp has like different three, four, five spikes, so that's that's actually really good. I like that.
0: So we're also seeing uh, a rework of the champion shop drop rate system. I think that's at the top of systems in our patch notes. If we can, uh, if we can find it, yeah. Oh, there we go. Instantly at it. Our producer's on fire tonight. Uh, all right. T- uh, what's your guys' take on what we're seeing here in terms of just changes to the the drop rates at different levels, friends?
2: Odin, I'll to you specifically. It's a lot easier to hit one star or one cost units and make them three stars now. I've been seeing a lot of people experiment with this like Zaya static shift build, <laughs> which um just like gets all of their one cost to three stars. And uh, it's surprisingly like pretty solid, like lands them in the top three or four. I haven't actually seen one win a lobby yet, but like it's kind of funny watching <laughs> Zaya just slap people and Pikachu all the way to the top four. Um, I'm not sure how much it changes, but I do th- I do agree like with the notion that it was way too consistent to hit like your two and three cost um, at f- to make them three stars, and that like it, it just it just becomes too again like narrow of like what you need to do, and then because you're like committing to three starring them, you- there's not really many pivot points that you have because you've invested so much into this game plan. So pivoting felt like not really an option, uh, which spawned the meme "no scout, no pivot" because it's like you really couldn't pivot even if you wanted to.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think the level one really matters that much. I think they're just doing it to scale down. Uh, and then the level six thing, 35, 35 to 35, 30. It's yeah. nice. Because people were hitting 100% of the time. So.
2: Yeah, it's weird. Like, we want to make less consistent, even though I know pl- good players favor consistency. But that's one way you can balance um, the risk and reward. Um,
0: in this yeah. Game. Well, it, it gives it stops people from just trying to force stuff, right? So. Yeah. Um, all right. So next up, we got the balance changes to all the traits. So they nerfed a bunch of the high end ones, and and then brought up some of the lower end ones. Is this just designed, you guys think, to uh, kind of let you tech in certain things easier, or give you more flexibility? I mean, is this something we're excited about? Soju, I'll throw it to you specifically.
1: Uh, the balance changes. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's in a good direction. Um, even like the cybernetic nerf, like. If they're nerfing everything, it makes sense to nerf seven knights. I think seven knights are still in a good spot. Um, I like the dark star nerf, but I like all the nerfs, actually. I think this patch is really good. Uh, I do think that... Oh, this is just traits. Are we going to talk yes. about like the units? Yeah,
0: but I, I wanted to focus on traits for a second just because I think it's... Yeah. I mean, basically everything got hit, right? So, Or right. so much of it did. So uh, it's it's just like an interesting situation where everything is going to be looking so much different, I feel like, just from the trait side.
1: I think it's still the same game. I think they just toned down some of the like, oh, the fight's over in two seconds.
0: Mm, Gotcha.
1: I mean, is it
0: is there a world now where with some of these buffs uh, to like this, the lower end of the traits that we'll see people tech into some of those a little easier? Or like more frequently?
1: I don't think so. I think maybe maybe Vanguard. I think the Vanguard early game, Leona Poppy.
0: Is there their reasoning at the top here of the quote is we're lowering the power of the larger vertical traits and buffing some of the smaller supplemental traits to open up some more interesting build paths. So no, no, no. I don't know if in your mind we like the buffs to the smaller traits actually do open up more interesting build paths, or if people will just keep going where they were before because the changes aren't significant enough.
1: Nah, I mean people will play stronger boards early game because it changes traits, but the late game comps are the same. Yeah. I, I don't think it matters. Gotcha. All right.
0: <coughs> Uh well then next up oh you okay so what did you you wanted to talk about some of the, the nerfs specifically right
1: oh it's just the champion uh it's not the nerfs it's the buffs it's the buffs to gp uh gpa soul um
0: down in tier five champion I I mean I
1: can't even tell if the comps actually good I I played a bunch of rebels and I feel like I was low rolling early game uh but I still somehow managed the top four most of the games uh like, there's this one game I was, like, 20 HP going into 4-3. And I, I somehow top forward that with, like, 1 HP. um, And then I played a game of Dark Stars, and I had, like, perfect item, like, almost everyone. It was fully capped, level 9. And I got a 4th. So I'm just like, yo, like, maybe Dark Stars aren't S-tier. They're probably, like, A-tier. But then I looked at Milk's match history and he won 4 games straight with Dark Stars. And he was like, yo, Soju, it's lit. They're rolling for GP and Aesol. And I'm just getting free Zerath And I'm just like, fuck. And then, <laughs> I don't know, like... I I don't know. I can't tell, but I I don't know. I I can't tell. I actually just can't tell yet.
0: Well, we'll, we'll have to, we'll force you to rate them later on in the show. So, uh, but Froden, any thoughts, you know, while we're sitting on the champion changes, anything else here that you thought was interesting?
2: Uh, yeah, I wanted to call it the same exact thing, too. I think gangplank changes are particularly interesting because it just makes like Rebels' power spike come a lot faster now, and it makes it feel like they are back. I, again, we don't know exactly where they sit, but uh, it seems playable at the very least. Um, so that one's interesting. Um, I, I also thought it was particularly... Uh, interesting that they changed Yasuo's mechanics almost entirely. Like I thought Yasuo was a really interesting like mechanic in general. Like the idea that you just target whoever had the most items. Um, and that was a very consistent effect that you can kind of like even play around, like, oh, do I just throw on the force of nature onto this two item or two item champions so that way I can like try and hedge against Yasuo? Um, but I guess he becomes a different kind of consistent. He's just gonna always target the farthest unit. And it like, it's very similar to Rakan. Um, so i'm not exactly sure i I probably should have listened to the rundown entirely uh by mort but like i I thought that was a pretty interesting change
0: yeah all right and then uh finally we got the quicksilver change which quicksilver was is it safe to say was one of the the strongest items in the game uh recently i mean it's just in so many builds right or is it just that it provides so much utility
1: i think Mm -hmm. it's only good on xerath uh but it was good on other units now, but now it's only good on Xerath. Gotcha. <coughs> so is that too much then?
0: If, the, if this item is now only usable by one unit in the game or only good on one unit in the game, is that too much of a nerf?
1: Probably. 12.5 maybe. I don't know. I was watching Q stream. He had Darius 3 with QSS. And before it even altered a single time, it got interrupted because the QSS wore off. So like the item was not even existent. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's different with Zerath because Zerath casts really early and the fight's actually over within 10 seconds
0: all right well i think that just about concludes our our patch note rundown do you have anything else soju that you think we missed in this we talked about uh drop rates galaxies trait changes champion stuff any anything else that really stood out to you or that you're experiencing right now
1: um there's just one thing is the Lucian, the Lucian change I think uh, that is actually a huge region reason why cybernetics are actually so strong. Like if you have a red buff Lucian early game, they changed it so it's uh before what happened was if he killed something and then dashed, he wouldn't get his like double shot on the next auto. But right. that actually it changes so many fights because like last last patch, just looking at Lucian in like that loses you so many fights. And if you win that one fight, that amount of gold that you got from that, like maintaining your streak or like the HP you saved, is so consistent in in terms of like top four performance. Um, So, like a red buff Lucian, like me and Kerm were talking about it earlier today. um, And he he pointed it out. Uh, But yeah, red buff, red buff Lucian is, or red buff, or IE last was like Aurelia holding items. Lucian is going to like carry you all the way until stage four. It's like a really big change. And I think that's why Cybernix are so consistent now.
0: Well, do you oh have God. any, you know, stepping up a, a little higher up, uh, high level on this? Do you have any first impressions on this patch? Are we going to see any other things? I mean, you kind of talked about Rebels, so you're not sure about that, but any other first impressions on what this patch is going to bring? You think mechs are still in?
1: Yeah, or I think what? everything's still in. It's the same. It's the same stuff. It's just that the S tier comps, mech infill, and dark stars got toned down a little bit. Okay. Which is like what a patch should be like. The S tiers go to A tier, and everything else should stay the same. Um, but probably in like a week, there's going to be a comp that's just uncontested S. But and any I'm any pretty sure on it's what rebels. that could be yet. I'm pretty sure it's rebels. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing rebels incorrectly. 100. I I went into four three with twenty hp every single time. So I'm 100 percent doing something wrong because it should never be like that.
0: Yeah. <coughs> All right. <clears throat> Well, I think that concludes our patch talk, unless there's anything you think I'm missing, Fredan.
2: No, let's move on. All right.
0: Well, now it's time to talk about eSports. All right, Freden, you want to give us the rundown on what happened uh, this week, the conclusion of a certain event?
2: Yeah, so over the past few weeks, we've been playing the Giant Slayer Series featuring 16 players. And then yesterday was the grand finals featuring uh, the players one through eight. And then Soju, unfortunately, tied for ninth but lost the tiebreaker to Crowin, uh, which we didn't actually get to hear Soju's thought. Did you, did you talk about it on stream at all?
1: Oh, no, I don't mind. I lost fair and square. Okay. I just played like garbage the whole tournament, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, um, funny. I, I thought it was very
2: poetic that Crowan was using the uh, the Bang Bros cop to like get to top eight and, <laughs> and, and, and eliminate you from top eight. I thought that was pretty poetic in itself. Uh, and then at the very end, Delicious Milk just kind of did the same thing. He ran it down and just played Mech Infiltrator. Uh, tried to get contested one time by Crowen, and Milk got first, anyways, in that lobby. And then he came on to the winning interview and just kind of talked about the Neck Infiltrator and how it's just oppressively good and I'm like that—that yeah, was the entire interview for like ten minutes. Did uh, he I just rant? Of, I didn't. I didn't it catch Sounds like milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, what, uh,
0: so what did you what did you think of the? I mean, obviously, you know, I have to always call out. Well, this is a Giant Slayer show. We're talking about their tournament, but uh, or a series. But what what did you think of the tournament as a whole, uh, Soju?
1: Yeah, I really like the format. Um, I think this is what like like the, the tourney formats should be like. Um What did you like about there, it specifically? Like there's still variants, but it eliminates it a lot. Like you don't want to just play like four games in one day and just like boom. Like I know the TwitchCon qualifiers last year. Um or last last yep. yeah, last year. I don't remember was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. The TwitchCon qualifiers you both was,
2: played in that. Just want to point it out. I, yeah, I, that's
1: why I said last year yeah it or was just uh, celebrating my games.
0: appearance in that event anyway sorry continue soju
1: oh yeah no you're good it's just uh you would just play five games and it was like the biggest five games you've ever played um and it was like super stressful and you just play five games and you're done and then if you the, the top eight just move on and like after that me and mil just quit the game for like a week we just like got burnt out so fast because it was just like super stressful um yeah, and I, I like that you're playing. I think twenty. I think that StarSide Invitational that's happening tomorrow is actually going to be like five games over four days, or something, or five five games per day over four days, which is like nice. And then they also spread out the lobbies, so it's not just like high roll, low roll lobbies. Yeah, yeah it, it's pretty. Like I, I like tournaments like that, um, where usually the better player wins or the best player wins. And I mean, I, I like that you can see it with this tourney. Like, the finals are a little different, but qualifying to finals was already, like, you'd have to be good to get in.
0: Well, um, so did you kind of jumped the gun on on my next topic. But Froden, do you want to ta- discuss what's happening tomorrow or announce it?
2: Yeah, we get to have uh, NA sweats versus the, the Chinese sweats. It's going to be great. Uh, who are the, the, the better players in the region across a few days are going to be playing? Uh, I think you said four games a day. That makes sense. Um, oh, is it four or
1: five? Is, is it four? It might be four.
2: Oh, I thought oh, it was four, but okay. that's what
1: Osaka it's in the
0: chat about is about saying. Four games every day. So yeah,
1: I thought it was four, but uh, <coughs>
2: features uh, Kurum and Croen <laughs> apparently as the headlining talent, uh, which is um, I well, I I didn't choose how they marketed this whatsoever. It kind of got thrown together really quickly. This was actually something that was proposed to me like last week, and I was like, oh, I really want to cast this, but I don't think I can make it because it's during Hearthstone Grandmasters. Uh, and so, and then they announced it like the following week. So it seems like everything's kind of put together really last second, but it is interesting because, uh, Chinese players, they've been grinding like a ton, very seriously, and they've been hosting their own tournaments and then they invite a few of them and like, they like did really well in the set three invitational before the launch. So, you know, I think it's a very interesting tournament just storyline wise. And, you know, we've always kind of like had a West versus East clash in league of legends and like all kinds of games. So it's like only fitting that this kind of happens in TFT as well.
0: It's kind of off topic, but I think it's so cool by the way that in a world where like, it's very hard to have any international events right now because of ping and latency issues in so many esports. It's really cool that this type of thing can exist just because of the nature of TFT. So I think that's really cool. So do you, how do you think the West is going to hold up in this event?
1: I don't know. I, I actually don't know. Um, I don't think set-through invitationals is a good indicator of a stronger region. Just because China won doesn't mean that they're the best. Because NA did not send a single real representative that was good at the game. Damn. Um, even Becca? <laughs> I mean, I when know. I say like, they're good at the game. Like they, like Becca is like one of the only ones that actually played the game. So um, when you
0: say we didn't send anyone who's good at the game, you really mean we sent people who are good at the game.
1: No, 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 no. You sent people who played the game, but they're not okay. good at the game. Okay. You send, No, no, no. You actually sent only like ten percent of the people actually played the game, and okay. then only like zero percent were actually good. And when I say actually good, I mean like top, top, like top of the ladder good. Okay. So I like feel China like all over sends, the place right now. So China sends their omega sweats. Like they're they're all <laughs> they're all like rank one, rank two, rank three, and then NA just sends like rank a thousand. And I'm just sitting here like, dude. Before the tournament even started, I was like, "Bro, like, China's going to win this crap. Like, they're sending rank one, two, three. It doesn't matter if it's like China's a weaker region, which I'm not saying they are because I I can't tell. But yeah, it was it was just like the most obvious stomp, and it was. But anyway, um, yeah, like I think the stronger, I think the strongest regions have to be China, Korea, NA, and EU. I personally think NA is stronger than EU, um, just because." In every single tournament so far, EU has just been getting fast clapped. Um, And the only argument EU players have against EU being better than NA is I'm from EU, therefore EU is better. There was a guy in my chat a week ago and he goes, oh, I I was saying like NA, EU, China and Korea are probably the strongest regions. And he goes, what about EU, NE? And I'm just like, bro, like, dude, your region has five players total and he's just like nah, it's the strong it's the strongest region and then i'm just like what are you from eune and he goes yes so i'm just like all right well i mean
0: it, you're, you can't argue with twitch chat folks okay i, I do a whole show for <laughs> In League of legends where we all exclusively talk to twitch chat people and they are not
2: <laughs> no i just not, i have lost- to wow I agree with socks in chat. Now we need an EU versus NA after this NA versus China.
0: Yeah, I think that'd be sick. I mean, it, yeah, the Battle of the Atlantic. Bring back that giant that Slayer
2: milk. TV. Make it happen.
0: Uh, milk in chat said we're sending all our Mech players, and they nerf Mech. Uh,
1: so I don't.
0: <laughs> that that doesn't that makes me a little nervous.
1: No, 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 we're fine. We're fine. I think I'm pretty flexible. Not really. I play two comps. Milk uh, no plays <laughs> Dark Stars and Mechs. Solace plays. Dark, Dark Star. Stars. Kune plays Mac. Uh, who, else, who else are we sending? Becca plays Blasters, right? Oh, okay, okay. And then what does Karun play?
2: Oh, he's he flexible as well.
1: Max. Yeah, he's flexible. Um, Rowan plays... Is he playing or casting? He's playing, I think. But no, this tournament will be fun. I actually think it'll be fun.
2: I'm really excited. I'm going to be watching it uh, the entire time. Um, But the the player list is Becca, Soju, Crowen, Kurum, Kiyun, Milk, Ine. He's a player that we haven't mentioned.
1: Okay, Ine is a flexible player as well.
2: Yeah. Okay. Wait, Sox playing or no? No. Apparently Sox wasn't invited, but I'm sure he'll be in chat. So do you
1: call me right now to message
2: wow. <laughs> starts messaging
1: people? Okay. No, no, no. I was just typing in chat, but <laughs> wait, I just realized socks wasn't invited. Like Sox is, I think socks, milk, sauce and milk are by far the best players right now. I think. Oh, interesting. So,
2: what What do you think makes them the best players?
1: I don't know. I just watched them play and I'm just like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> so it's, it's just obvious. Like you just watch the play. And then like milk has been the best since the beginning. And Socks is really good as well. So I'm surprised Socks isn't playing.
0: Well, we'll have to see how that goes. Uh starting off tomorrow and going, I think it goes for until the third, right? 6 p.m. Pacific. Is it Pacific? Because Translayer likes to put stuff in random ass time zones. But I think I think it's 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh Twitch chat will tell me a second. Wrist will tell me in a second. Uh either way. Um the other thing I want to talk to you about, Soju, was... Oh, yeah, it's Pacific. Nice. We did it. We converted them to the correct time zone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Soju, uh, the other thing I want to talk to you about on the esports side is that you were vocal, is my understanding. I think we might have even talked about this on the first ever Teamfight talk show about your frustrations or disappointment with the esports and competitive nature of Set 2, where there just weren't that many tournaments and there wasn't stuff and it didn't feel like Riot was was doing much am i am i correct in your then char- characterizing you that way yeah okay what what has set 3 been like cuz we started to talk about this a little bit at the beginning of the show you you mentioned that you felt like giant slayer was kind of holding it down right now with their yeah. tournaments but how how are you feeling in in set 3
1: uh well, okay so the, they already so in the discord with uh with one of the like people that are in charge of like TFT competitive Um, he's, he's been really like vocal about, and like really, he's like just communicating with us, like what's going to happen. And it it seems pretty good. Um, he, they already posted the 200 K turning that's coming up and it's actually like a competitive turning. Um, and not only that, but I don't know, the fan base of TFT has definitely grew as well. Um, so I'm kind of excited for that. Uh, and then the set too, like just to like reiterate, it it was so tragic. Like, after after set one, so basically what happened was, I don't know if you guys are hip, but what happened was, after set one, like, the game just came out, and everyone is, like, hard harding, competing for the top. And then the set two invitationals came out, and we're just like, okay, it's, like, a four-fun tourney, blah, 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 blah. And then they added some, like, four-fun, like, quest aspect where if you play if you like call out your comp or something you get random points and it's just like what and then so everyone started like flaming them about that and and then when after the, like the community backlash you would think that set three invitations would be more competitive so people were still grinding the ladder um and then what happened was <laughs> set three invitations came out in Kurum who was averaging like 3k viewers only one that still fucking plays set two doesn't get an invite. I was averaging probably like 2k viewers. I Invite was not in my DMs. Um, and then people that just are from some random ass region with 30 viewers get an invite. And they just get hard farmed. Because it's like, bro, you don't play the game. Like, no shit you're getting farmed. China is sending their, their rank one, rank two, rank three. No shit China won. You know what I mean? It's like... And then, like thinking back, I don't regret it at all. Like my manager actually spoke to Mumble, and Mumble was like, "Yeah, shit, like that was kind of a mistake." Um, and Mumble's the person that's like in charge of the uh, the thing. But but basically, it's like, dude, set two after after the set set three invitationals went out, and there was still like three weeks left of the season, and we found out that the season rank does not mean shit going into to set three. Milk, who was 2x 1.5k LP, just quit playing. We we all just quit the game and just went to Tarkov. We just sat there and played Tarkov like 14 hours a day and just farmed that game. And I feel like half the Hyula community quit because 1k LP was like top 15. It was it was a tragedy. Like the game is not like you cannot have a game. Sorry, I'm not going off. But anyway. you you cannot have a game with, with no competition and expect people to actually like nonstop play the game. Like the game, the replayability of a game is based off the competitive like aspect. I feel like if there's no, you can't just play a casual game for fifteen hours a day because like who cares if you're rank one? It doesn't mean anything. But like right now, if you're if you're rank one, it actually means something because you you get ladder uh, snapshots, uh, which is nice. So yeah. Like the the set two was just actually just, but like people were, like Mumble, I feel like he he saw the community backlash and actually like worked on it because everything he says is exactly what we wanted. So I'm glad.
0: Like, and we should clarify when you say Mumble, you mean the person who's who's heading the stuff up or working with you guys uh, on the riot side?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's actually him doing everything, but like the game's balanced the game's good like i, I like dude TFC's is actually in such a good spot right now i think okay
0: and yeah. do you, do you feel good about the esports side of it cuz you sounded a little disappointed with the lack of stuff outside the giant slayer tournament
1: i think it's just started. i think it's just picking up and like i have the patience for it only because like they have already made the announcements but like still like right now there's not many like real big tourneys but like i think going like if you fast forward like a year i i have faith that there will be something.
0: Do, have they said anything about publicly? Cause maybe, you know, something privately from a discord that you shouldn't disclose. and I don't want to get you in trouble, but um, have they said anything publicly about like spectator mode or any of that stuff yet? I mean, I, I think part of the reason I asked this is because it, I mean, we wanted for instance, to do this show originally to have like a gameplay component. And ultimately oh, yeah. we gave up on the idea of it because there was no spectator Mode uh, available for the game, and I think for me, like uh, as somebody who's on the sidelines, not in the high elo, you know, streaming world that you're in, I get a little disappointed because I'm like, this game seems wildly successful, um, and it's been out for a while, and Mort and those guys do a great job on refreshing it with different sets and all that, but I feel as though Riot has, and I kind of feel this with Runeterra, though Runeterra just launched, I. I feel like Riot is not doing a great job yet of of supporting it with the way they could, and I don't know if that's because League is like too big or or Valorant is like too hype for them or whatever. But uh, I feel like if another developer had this much, so many players and like so much attention in such a, a popular game, like they would be doing way more. In like the on the tool side, and also in like the marketing and all that stuff, to to really like blow the game up even more, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I have no idea, but yeah, I agree. I think spectator is like something they should add.
0: Well, oh, ho- hopefully they, hopefully they get it. I, I just, I like the game a lot, and I, I see a big opportunity here, and it kind of reminds me of like, I don't know, it, it Hearthstone. I, I don't know, Fred and if you we talk about all this stuff but like i remember hearthstone in the beginning also kind of like was really popular but kind of suffered because it they didn't i feel like they didn't add a lot of the tools that they needed for competition and, and observing and all that stuff and i just like i i would love to see the company as a whole support the game more um and so it's just it's kind of funny because soju's rant kind of triggered this within me uh i don't know but it's an interesting place uh, the game is
2: in right so- now so you know, I I have the pleasure of being having privileged information on both sides of what happens inside Blizzard and what happens inside Riot. Um, so I'm not going to try to share, obviously, things that will get me legally liable to get sued. So I'm going to try to avoid that. But um, in terms of like the general goals of what these companies try to do uh, is that I feel like Blizzard takes the very safe approach. And I think Riot um, takes a very like cool approach, you know, and, and I think that. The important thing is that I think above everything else, Riot doesn't want to create something that feels forced. Um, and there's a lot of organic interest in games like TFT, and it reminds me a lot of Hearthstone, where like we're kind of clamoring for more things, right? Please give us uh, competitive tools to be, to host tournaments. Please give us spectator mode. Please just host the tournament. Um, and that and that's like you know in lens in contrast to like certain lens where games release and automatically they're just like trying to make it into a competitive scene. Um, And and I think that uh, they're letting demand build up a lot more organically. I think that kind of what Soju was saying is a little bit too long of a cooldown period after release. Set two really felt empty, which is why uh, I didn't really play too much of set two in the very beginning. I only started playing in the second half um, and I kind of wish I played more since I actually did enjoy set two gameplay a lot um, towards the second half of it. But uh yeah, I do feel like Riot was like trying to be safe because they don't want to do something that just looks kind of like what Overwatch League has become. Um which is just like the I would say need to
0: start in industry. Charging people 10 million dollars to franchise in. Uh but but I I just I I do think it would be cool. Like a great example is Twitch Rivals. I think last year was a, such a fun event. The fact that it had it was open to anybody who was like a Twitch partner and the fact that I could like I'm biased, but the Kind of not because you know I got to participate in it, and it felt very democratic and open and a bunch of people come come in and it, it just it was really cool to see and uh, I think you had a lot of like casual streamers even participate in that event and perhaps stream a lot more grinding up to it and TFT seems like the type of game where you could see more of that so I don't know i uh I'd love to see see more yeah. stuff
2: It's still like the most competitive open tournament in TFT that's existed I think yeah um, twitch rivals it, it was obviously like very condensed i think soju mentioned like having to play only five games some like jay Shrid who like uh competed he played him in sleep played like 12 hours straight or something like that and i feel so bad for those guys they didn't eat like at all they just like fasted <laughs> the entire day and just drank like red bull and like some keto <laughs> in the back i just felt so bad but like we had to keep they kept winning it was like and they were there at the very morning checking in so
1: yeah. Dude, going, going into the the TwitchCon event itself, they flew you in uh, the day the patch got released. And then, like, I don't have a laptop, so I actually just, like, half the players did not play a single game of the new patch going into right, the event. Right. It was actually just like, oh my gosh. Um, and then, like, Jay Wright and, like, Sleet and all of them, they they were flying in to qualify, like, at the event so they were just like hard grinding games and they all just come through with this wild sin bs and i'm just like bruh, it's an eighth (laughs) like dude the college just one shot my whole team i don't even know what's going on um i was still playing rangers and i don't even know how like it 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 worked because like (laughs) after after the event you go back to play solo queue and rangers were like a free seventh it was so bad but i think i got lucky
0: well, let's let's move away from our esports rants and get into the fun stuff uh, that I know people actually tune into the show for. I, I'm not forgetting anything, right, Froden? I'm going to. check no, Yeah, no, we've
2: covered a lot, and it's great because you know I, I think this is one of the things that Soja's most passionate about. So, yeah. I'd love to hear his opinions on it.
0: All right, time for the Froden Fun Time uh, part of the show where you you force our guests to into uncomfortable situations. Um, what uh, you want you want to take us through part one of this?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. So for Soju, uh, I'm sure you've watched the show The people who haven't before. We're going to ask you to create a day one tier list impression based off the synergies that you've seen and uh, where you think they all sit. And uh, we're going to go alphabetically. So we start with Blade Master and we'll end with Void slash Mechpilot. Uh, and then you can make changes at the end, but we're going to try to go a little bit quicker uh, compared to before. But feel free to talk about your thought process as you place them.
1: Okay. Blade Master A, because 3BM is good. Blaster A, because Ford Blaster Brawler is good. Brawler, I'll say B, because Rebels are a thing. And uh, Rebel Blaster, or Rebel Jinx is better than Brawler Jinx. Celestial is probably, it's not like a real trait. It's like a reroll trait with Ford Celestial. I think it's a B. I can't tell with Chrono. Um, Is there like a don't know? Or do I have to put it? (laughs) <laughs> you have to put it. Sorry. I have to put it. I, think I think it's, it's
2: a... years where you don't know. For most people, historically, I think normally
0: everything ends up in A and B.
1: Okay, I think Cybernetic is an A. I think Darkstar is an A. Demos an S. Infiltrator is probably it's only good in Mech Infill. It's probably an A. Uh, I'll say B. I'll do B. I'll do B. Mana Reaver is like a fuck. It's all gonna be A and B. Uh, I think it's like an A. <laughs> mercenaries and s those units are broken mystic is a f it's not even a synergy like it's actually so bad uh protectors a c i'm gonna say rebels s oh yeah snipers a sorks b space Pirate s only because of early game star guardian c starship a valkyrie got nerfed so it's probably a I'll do Vanguard A. <laughs> Void is a C. MacPlot's an S.
0: That is...
1: Uh, Wait, I I want to move some A. I want to move some A down, though.
0: Yeah, you can move two things.
1: Two things? Okay.
0: That, that was probably a 10% of the time it took our former guests to, <laughs> to build their tier lists. I Usually
1: think you can him move... <laughs> I think you can move... You, because sniper. Oh man, you can move Vanguard down one, but it'd be like a B plus, and then you can move probably Blaster down one. It's Blaster or, or Sniper. Pick one. Really it's, interesting. Blaster. How,
2: how do you how do you define these tiers specifically? If I can ask you, like
1: what? Yeah, it's it- hard because it's like there's different stages of the game. But I'm talking. I'm thinking about like, what are you going to see in most comps? And it's not fair to move like sniper down because then Darkstar should be moved down. You know what I mean? That's true. Pretty hand in hand. Actually, never mind. Asol sucks. Switch switch blaster and starship. <laughs> okay. Really, sucks. Like you go Jinx carry. Jinx carry is a lot stronger than. Wait, he sucks, still.
0: but he's still B tier.
1: Uh, I mean B tier is not very good. Like
0: those synergies in B tier kind of suck. I mean B tier should be average, right?
2: Oh, and the C tier sucks. It's like C is below right. average and D is like bad, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I'm I'm
1: satisfied. I actually kinda like it.
2: <laughs> it looks about right. And and I think that yeah, you like know, I agree with a lot of the studios, so it's right. pretty solid to me.
0: Alright, well that was easy. Uh, let's just move on to, I'm glad you did it so quickly because we were a little over time because of our ranting. So uh, we have a new tier list.
2: Oh yeah. You system. thought you were done with the tier list. There's a second tier list. We're going to ask you to make.
0: Fro- Froden came up with this approximately two hours before the start of the show. So we have no <laughs> idea how this is going to work and uh, what the production is going to be like, but let's see how it goes.
2: Okay. So uh, I wanted to ask you, Soju, to rank the top players in N.A.? Uh, I think that this would be a particularly interesting thing. I I picked eight players originally because it kind of make a lobby of the top players that you would want to play with, you know, to kind of prove that you're the best. And you already kind of mentioned two players in the very, in the middle of the show, to be fair. So you were kind of talking about how you were ranking the players.
1: Okay. I don't, I don't want, okay. Before I start though, I don't want people to get offended. So I'm just speaking out of what I think. I'm going to do all time instead of just, just patch.
2: Okay, like, that's it. it could be your ten top top ten of anything. It's your choice. Yeah, yeah. It's your
0: list. I Need to be clear. We would like it if they did get offended because we need more people to talk about this show. So, <laughs> if this clip goes viral and it gets posted elsewhere, that's actually good for us. So, uh, feel free to be as offensive as as you'd like.
2: Oh, people
1: are dialed in in the chat. I love it. Yeah. Okay, I think one is is milk. Okay, delicious milk. Two, is sucks.
2: You have to slow
0: down a bit for our, our producer. So one, one is milk. Why milk? Can yeah, you, you, you go a
2: little bit more? I mean, you've already talked about those two, but
1: yeah. Um, I don't know. He's just been the best since the game came out. Um, he's like a first or eighth player, and that's what that's better. Uh, like getting like if you saw the TwitchCon qualifiers, he went like one 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 two or some some insane, insane. I went like one two 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 three, but like he, he was actually just popping off. Um, and then like oh, Fox. Yeah. And then socks is just, you just watch him play. He's like some five head, like, I don't know. He just, <laughs> he's just good. He's just really good. Um, let me look at the leaderboard. board. I'm going to check the EU leaderboard. You are you allowed to place mind?
2: yourself by the way.
1: Yeah. I'm not allowed to. You are, you are. I know. I, head know head I know. I know. I'm definitely putting myself in top 10. Great. Probably top five actually. But anyway, um, Coming up on three. I okay, I keep think,
0: talking while he thinks.
1: I think three is gonna be Salvi. Salvi? He he mauls way too much, but like when he's when he's on his game, he's he's fucking good. Like he he's the one that got me to slam Shiv early game and like play more early game centric. So
0: this is North and it's supposed to be an A, right?
1: Oh, N A. Oh, NA. oh. Uh, he is your EU? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Let me ignore EU then. Okay, shit. Well, that's, that's lame, because then everyone is getting included. Okay, whatever. Oh, you're supposed <laughs> to rank them too. Okay, yeah, but it's like it's like some people get offended because they don't even make it to the top ten and be like, yo, what the hell? Well, so um, this should
0: theoretically be less. Like, now you get to put more people on the list, so hopefully right. less people get offended because now more people are on the list.
1: Yeah, but I don't mind offending people. But anyway, um, like you just, okay. <laughs> okay, well, then I think I'm third. Great. Okay. That's what the three is for. True. <laughs> um, let me see. Oh, this is hard. I don't know. We need,
0: we need music for these, these segments in the future, so podcast <laughs> listeners don't just wonder if there is a them.
2: We can give you the option to cut off the list, but give us at least five.
1: Wait, what do you mean cut off the list? If well, you like, only want to do to five, ten,
0: we'll yeah. let you do five. Because okay. the show does is supposed to end at a certain point in time.
1: Okay, I'll say four is... <coughs> doo,
2: doo, doo, I'll doo. say Ine. Okay, Ine. Okay,
0: that brings us to number five on the list.
2: I say five people. is
1: Aegon. Okay. God. Wow. Okay. Cool. Six you... is Kurum. Seven is GV8. Grand Vice. One, two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven. Three
1: more to go. I'll say eight is Kion. Kion. I don't wanna put Solus on this list because he's only good this this set. (laughs) No, he's like the guy that just hits low challenger and just camps. So like he's not actually good at the game. But like this set he's popping off. Like he's three X like one K. He's actually like
0: You should say Milk uh, disagrees with you and says Solus has been good every
1: set? He has not been good every set, there's no way. Oh yeah, Dude, nah, <laughs> he wasn't even nah, no. Nah, nah. Hold on. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do Solus nine. Oh, after all that, I love it. Actually, no, nah, no. Nah, nah, I'll do Xeno nine. Xeno nine. Oh shit! And then it's between. Okay, so it's between Cuddy and Solus. <laughs> my... just, I, lo- I love the idea that
0: you might not put him on <laughs> after having eight.
1: No, it's, yeah, so. it's just I, okay. So, the thing is with Kiting, right? He's good, like, he's a good player. It's just that he gets tilted so easily, and when he gets tilted, it's a fast eight 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 eight, And he gets tilted really, like, really often. So, chances are, if you tune into his stream, he's probably going
2: 8888. Um, <laughs> it's pretty true.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I would do Solas, I'll do Solas. I think Cunning's 11th. Aww. Wow! Did I miss yeah. someone?
2: Uh, I'm sure you did. I mean, there's a lot of people uh, who probably are going to talk about it in chat.
1: I also, yeah. oh, I also, I, I think Keen is really good. Um, not okay. in the
0: top ten. We've run yeah, out of. Space but five. I, I don't, I, I don't uh, know. know.
1: Like, I think Keen, like, I think he's just trolling the set. But yeah, I haven't actually seen Keen take TFT
2: like seriously for a while, it feels like.
1: Yeah, but like I watched him play set one. He's like one of the players that are like super flexible and like just like he's just good. But he hasn't really tried, I think. Chat so. asks about prime. He's actually been killing it since the the patch. Prime, no, the only reason he's climbing is because um LP gains right now are so inflated. Like I remember set one, if you go one eight, you're losing probably a net. You you can go one one eight and you'll lose LP, but if you go one eight now, you're fucking you're good, you're you're, you're <laughs> net zero. It, it makes no sense. The the LP is you take milk said it. You take your LP and you subtract one hundred, or subtract two hundred actually. So like Prime is twelve hundred now. He's actually one K, and then it doesn't actually hard cap until like fifteen hundred. So like you have to be seventeen hundred elo to actually be like where rank one was the previous sets. Got it. Got it. Okay. It's it's just inflated. Well, I love it.
0: I think that ends that segment, which I believe means we are, uh, we're out of time. Oh, wait, we had a mailbag Q and a section and we had three people send in. Well, we selected three, three questions. We don't have time to go through them, but I will pick only because it's relevant to the top 10 NA player list. The third question came from Solus. And it was, why is Soju free? Uh, so I don't, that's actually, it, it might sound like I'm memeing, but that was literally, we have it in the in the show notes. Uh, so I feel like he got his clap back there uh, before <laughs> he Soju even can. knew that you would be doing this.
1: So, Bro, you can check the leaderboards anytime in the next 10 years. If we are still playing TFT, there will not be a single time that I'm outranked by Solus. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's kind of sad that he thinks that we're on the same, like, playing field. Like, oh. I'm in, I'm in the fucking the milk socks ine agon tier, and he's in the kyun xeno kiting tier. It's great. Hey, I, like... I do
0: want to say using your own <laughs> tier list as as evidence against <laughs> him is perhaps perhaps not the greatest argument. Um, you know, I don't know if that will carry as much weight, but I'm excited to see where this beef continues to go. Excellent. Either way. Uh, let's do some shout outs and, and plugs here at the end. Rodan, what do you got for us? Anything you wanna shout out? Obviously we got the tournament happening tomorrow.
2: Yeah, that was basically <coughs> amazing. Um the tournament tomorrow, definitely go check it out. Uh, it's gonna be great to see, you know, Soju and all of them hold up for NA. <laughs> you know, with all those big fighting words, just you know, the past ten minutes, I hope that he'll be able to back it up. And I really I'm gonna be cheering for NA boys. They're gonna definitely take it home. I'm I'm very confident in what Soju said. I think NA players are uh, some of the best that we have in the world here. Uh, also, uh, I, I also want to plug Giant Slayers like Fight Night. I watched that last week because my buddy Esports Law was playing in it, and he just barely missed top three. He got fourth by one point. Uh, it's a good show. And I know Nova and Kron, um they really put their hearts into it. So definitely check it out if you have time. Yeah. Uh,
0: Soju, how about you? What do you want to shout out plug? Where can people find you? Where can people see your stream, et cetera?
1: Oh, it's just KT Soju. I stream whenever. I don't have a stream schedule. Uh my schedule's messed up every day so I'll be live whenever um yeah Very good. A- anything else
0: you want to shout out?
2: This is a great episode, Travis.
1: Oh. Right? Um I'll shout out to Milk. I-, I I like Milk. He's a cool dude. Um the way he the way you connect with him is is kind of funny though. He he's like that guy that that he, like, teases you so much that, like, you can't even tell that you're actually close. And then when when my girlfriend, Sarah, um first started interacting with Milk, <laughs> Sarah was not a huge fan. He was just like, man, this guy's kind of rude. But I think I think uh, I talked to Milk about it. And I was like, yo, like, you need to fucking chill sometimes. And uh, they've been getting along, so. Uh, That's good.
0: I really like that. Not not only is Teamfight Talk Show a place where you can talk about the latest meta stuff, but you can also talk about the interpersonal relationships of people, significant others and other personalities in the scene. You know, we, we really bring everything to you. The best
2: part is milk is just finding out this for the first time in the chat (laughs) He
1: didn't know this was the case about sarah and and no like what happened was they were playing valorant together (laughs) and then milk is like yo we need to invite sarah more often like i get i get free top frag or some some crap like that (laughs) like obviously sarah was not happy but then at the same time milk wasn't even top frag so like i don't he's just spewing like he's just spewing random bs and then, uh, yes. yeah, and then I talked to him about it. And then he was like, oh, fuck, my bad. I didn't know that was rude. Like, shit. Like, his um, he also sends me DMs of his manager. And his manager goes to him and goes, oh, like, do you know if there's any TFT attorneys coming up? And he responds with kekw. Like, he responds with the email. doesn't say anything. And then a day later, I'm like, yo, that's kind of BM. So he goes back to his manager a day later. And he just goes, oh, by the way, like, was me saying kekw rude? And the manager's response: Yes.
0: <laughs> and he's just like,
1: "Okay, Keck W. like, dude, I mean, who's his? Who's this <laughs> and manager? Just Keck W's away. Is who's the Dana? manager? Um, I don't know. Yeah, he actually linked me a new screenshot. Dainan, isn't it Dainan from Golden yeah, Garden? That's
0: why. I, that's why I said, "Is it Danin? Because oh that would be God. hilarious.
1: No, he, he sent me a new screenshot today. Actually, he said it's Or Orriogen. R- oh,
0: okay,
1: I'm not yeah, sure. I don't if I, know. Goes, no, I don't
0: know the gamer tag.
1: He goes to Milk and goes prize pool." And he responds with Keck W three times. <laughs> like, do, you, what?
0: Do, you have, do you have any other of Melk's DMs that you would like to spill on the show before we <laughs> no, move
1: no, on? no, no, no. It's just, he's he's a funny dude. All right. So I'm yeah. I'm glad. We've had our, our viral race since like so on. Jeez. Nice. Well, all
0: right. for me, my shout outs. Uh, you can find all my stuff over at Travis Travis Gafford on everything on Twitch and Twitter, et cetera. Travis Gafford underscore on Instagram, because there's another Travis Gafford that, that name, and perhaps it's <laughs> the real Travis Gafford. And I'm the imposter. Uh, thank you to giant slayer for doing this. Hey, listen, it is my understanding that there's a podcast version of this show. Actually, there is that it's not just my understanding. It's true. If you can do us a favor and go leave a positive review of this on the iTunes store, or Apple store, and on uh, Google Play and all that stuff, that would be very good and helpful. Spotify, maybe go follow it uh, because we want, you know, obviously for people to to check this out. And then this, uh, if you're watching live, this goes up on the YouTube channel. Uh, go check out the Giant Slayer YouTube channel, maybe subscribe, etc. Just uh, please keep the ball rolling on the show because I think we really like doing it, and uh, obviously uh, TFT can use all the content it can get because uh, right is. Either way, you can check out uh, the rest of of that stuff all on the Giant Slayer uh, channel. Check out their tournament and so much more. This has been uh, Team Fight Talk Show. Thanks so much to Soju for coming on. This is the end of the show.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you guys.